I got a message for your American buddy. I'm your wife, damn it! Ah, would have to go up to the wives in the library or the supermarket and say hello. I am new here. I know, George, you think I don't know anything, but I know people. I get 18 years of my life to stand in the same spot as you. You want your file? I found you your file. You want it out? I got you out. You needed money? I found you something. You know, let's face it here. I've got to, you know, latch on to something in my life. Oh, yeah, you blind. No use to try to sweet talk me, Miss Scarlett. I know you ever since I put the first pair of diapers on you. Who was going to love me? Who, who was going to make me feel good? I wish I had a mother like me instead of nice. Nice gets you shit. I got a two-inch thick solo in steak. Sit and defrost and wait this minute. When you and Guy come over and supple with us tonight, what do you say? Welcome to another episode of the Best Supporting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to celebrating and dissecting the performances of our favorite Best Supporting Actresses. My name is Nick Kachanov, and it's an honor just to be nominated. And my name is Colin Drucker, and I have waited my entire life to say, this is the Westons. <laughs> Cue opening number oh. of just like of just all the nominees yes. and inductees, just you know, red carpet coverage. Oh my gosh. Oh, I think I see Celia. Yeah. Oh, Celia, <laughs> Celia, come over. Oh my god, she's 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 like the Billy Porter of the Westons. She's dressed <laughs> to the twelves. Yes, and we are the uh the Glenn Close just marveling. Oh, just marveling from afar. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, this is of course not only is this the Westons a an award show that we have teased and suggested and have finally now made a reality in honor of a queen of both of our hearts, a, 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 a young at heart, Miss Celia Weston. Applause, applause, mm-hmm. applause. But yes. it certainly falls on a um, pretty special occasion in that it is not only our two-year birthday, but it is also our 100th episode. We did it. We did it, We Joe. did it. <laughs> we did it. We managed to do this podcast for two years. I. <laughs> it feels good. feels great. It feels good. It feels great. To be honest, you know, it, before we recorded, I, and maybe this feels, this sounds narcissistic to listen to your own podcast, but I do it. So I'm just going to come sure. right out and say, I quality control, you know, uh, most, myself, obviously. But I listened to our, our best supporting birthday episode, which is episode 51, and was kind of our unofficial first Westons. So uh, if anyone is wanting even more ranking and coverage of, of, you know, things we've discussed on this podcast, feel free to also check out our Best Supporting Birthday episode. Oh, I love that. It's like, yeah, it's like the red carpet before the Westons. Yeah. You just want a little appetizer, yeah. mozzarella sticks. Absolutely. If you want, yeah, it's kind of... Chicken crispers. And, and, then the fir- <laughs> and then Best Supporting Birthday is kind of playing on a big screen while you're eating appetizers, you know? I think... Oh, I love that. That sounds really fun. Yeah. yeah. That was kind of, you know, our first award show was a little more low-key. You know, we just kind of had a conference room at a Hilton. Yeah. I don't know if you yes. noticed, but we have rented out the entire Applebee's and uh, electric <laughs> lemonades on the house. So yeah, exactly. Oh, what an apple! What a what a night that would oh. be with all these women. Oh, can you imagine? Just it's a dream. Booths, really, yeah. booths full of women. Oh, just like sliding in next to June Squibb. Oh my or something, god! Something. Yeah, you know making I mean? June Squibb do the butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Here's what's happening, folks, on this episode. We are, this is something we hope to make an annual tradition. And so we are much like our best supporting birthday, but including 
folks that we talked about on that episode. We're going to be looking back on our first 99 episodes, our first two years, and we're going to be inducting some nominees into some very important Hall of Fame categories. Uh, it's I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Just picking the names, there were heartbreaks. There were exclusions. We couldn't name everybody, but... What a joy. What a joy. The women and men that we get to honor this evening. I know. A little tease there. I mean, I, I was joking yesterday as Colin and I had our, you know, our production meeting. It for it was. It was just joy and so much fun to talk about. Like, what order are the categories going in? I wish that could have been an episode. Oh, yeah. Maybe next year we'll do a behind the scenes Westons. Yes. <laughs> we'll just do a live stream of both of us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but then they'll know who wins, I guess. Then they'll they know who's would. being inducted. So Right, right. Ooh, that's tricky. That's tricky. You can't yeah. show them how the sausage is made or else, you know, they're not gonna eat the sausage so i think <laughs> let's you know uh let's move on so before we get into the westons i thought it would be appropriate to maybe read from the good book of saint stinky lulu who gives us really from a blog from like 2006 uh and a, a series called supporting actress sundays gives us really i think a thesis for this entire podcast and for what we're honoring tonight in the Westons. Oh, I love this. If you'll indulge me, I'm going to read. It's a bit of a passage here. So here is the thesis of what makes someone a best supporting actress. It's all about appropriate proportions with maximum possibilities. First, the perfect supporting actress role must both be a legitimately supporting character and also absolutely essential to the narrative. Ideally, she should instigate crucial developments in the main plot or central characters while also never edging too close to the spine of the story. Second, the character must have her own moments. She should possess a genuine autonomy, neither simply ancillary or ornamental, nor so distracting as to overshadow the central performances. Finally, the character should be a part that almost any good actress could play, while also being a role textured with enough roomy contours to enable a better actress to be truly great. It is a simple but elusive set of features indeed. Uh, Thank you, Stinky Lulu. I mean, yes, Stinky Lulu. And for anyone who doesn't know Stinky Lulu, because I, I know that I'm a little, I, I remember you mentioning them. What was Stinky Lulu? And is have they evolved into something else? Or it was just like this rare thing that you just, you know, uh, it was kept track I, of back in the I day. I think it was, it was probably me looking for something about, probably Googling Beatrice Strait. And sure. I found this this blog. And again, this is back in the day. It was a Blogspot blog. And one of the features on this blog was something called uh, Best Supporting Actress Sundays, where Stinky Lulu, the author at large, would, uh, you know, 1957 or 1982, and there would be, you know, highlighting each of the performances, you know, that were nominated that year for Best Supporting Actress. And then they would often have guest people, you know, weighing in of whether they thought that was the one who should have won or what their feeling was. And so there would be, yes. uh, and I guess they kind of do this now on like the film experience. So maybe that's where I was just going to say, it sounds familiar. I think this yeah. is, I think this has probably evolved into best supporting actress Smackdown. 
Um, so, you know, this is the early days. And so I, but I had found this somewhere on their blog, this little, this little paragraph about what makes someone a best supporting actress. And I think that just became like the perfect description that was like, yep, you've summed it up. Couldn't say it better. So, oh, it's, it's like poetry. Right. It it really is. I want that like read at my funeral. I want that to be my obituary. Just just that paragraph. Yeah. yeah. Let this be, (laughs) you know, uh, this is a legal statement as far as we are concerned. Yeah. My Instagram profile. How many characters? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We need to read that every year. Yes. Yes. Just, uh, you know, a reminder for all of us and it's beautifully written. It is. I, uh, so stinky Lulu, wherever you are, we, you know, this buds for you. Yes. Well, what do you say we get into it? We got a whole mess of categories to talk about a whole mess of folks to talk about. I, I think we should get the Westons going. What do you say? Let's do it. All right. Well, Vroom Vroom Baby, we're going to take a quick little musical break. And when we come back, we're going to get to our first category. Welcome back to the Westons, and we are kicking things off tonight with our first category, Best Supporting Sisters. Mm. So this evening, our first nominee, our first inductee into the Hall of Fame of Best Supporting Sisters is Rosemary DeWitt in Rachel Getting Married. Dad, look at me, okay? I am right here. Okay, and I am telling you that after Ethan died, I wanted her to get better or just die. Rachel, she's better. And no, no, recovery doesn't work if you lie. She knows that. Uh, I mean, this whole movie was just so fun to go back and revisit because I feel like we had talked about it, you know, kind of at the beginning, too, with the Anna DeVere Smith of it Mm -hmm. all. And I, I just, I really like her in this movie. I know she's in other stuff, too, but I... I'm always, again, I feel this is another like qualifying factor. I'm always happy to see Rosemary DeWitt. Yes, yes, she is. If she's in the cast, I'm excited to see her. So welcome to the category. Welcome to the Hall of Fame, Rosie. I assume she's okay with that. Uh, speaking <laughs> of Rosies, uh, next up we've got Rosamund Pike from Pride and Prejudice, of course, in 2005. Can you die of happiness? <laughs> Do you know he was totally ignorant of my being in town in the spring? How did he account for it? He thought me indifferent. Unfathomable. Led up poisoned by his pernicious sister. Bravo. I think that's the most unforgiving speech you've ever made. (laughs) Oh, Lizzie, if I could but see you so happy, if there was such a not man for you. And what a lovely, what a lovely sister Jane is. She is. I mean, I think for us, for me specifically, too, she was uh, kind of like an unexpected BSA. I, I've loved that movie for so long, but it wasn't until I watched it with you until we talked about it further that I was like, yeah, she really is a great little BSA in that movie and a great older sister. Well, yes. A thousand times yes. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Honk, honk. Um Next up is Miranda Richardson in The Hours. Nessa! Nessa! 
changelings. What have you got? What have you found? We found a bird. Did you? Yes. Where did you find that? I think it must have fallen from a tree. Oh, my goodness. Just look at him. You might be able to save him. Save him? I think you have to be careful, Quentin. It's a time to die, and it may be the bird's time. Come on. Let's pick some grass to make a grave. Oh, Julia. Just I love how Vanessa is a little bit batty and a little bit and very elusive, and she comes in with so much baggage and and then just slips away as quickly as possible. It's such a great, small, small but impactful role in a movie full of women. Yes. Amen. Next up, we've got Claire Danes in The Family Stone. Meredith, what am I doing here? You're cooking? Everything is fine now? What did you have me come for? Well, they certainly like you, don't they? I remember this was your number one BSA of the Family Stone. I think I had someone different, and I actually can't remember who it was. It might have been one of those times where I was confused by the assignment oh. and put Diane Keaton in or something. You know what I mean? Sure. I'm remembering something like that. But yes, I mean, I, I think that such an important character, like to the plot, like as far as just like breaking that tension with Sarah Jessica Parker, I think she's just like effortless in this movie. And just like one of those moments where you just say, ah, Claire Danes. Right? You know? I had the same thought. Ugh, yeah. oh, Claire Danes. Aren't you lovely? Uh, speaking of lovely, uh, I, this one, I'm so happy to see her on the list. It's a, a, a young Miss Mary Holland from Happiest Season, another Jane. I put 100 hours into that painting and you, you just destroyed it like it was nothing. It was something. I am something. And guess what? I like myself. And maybe you all don't because I'm not fancy. But whether you like it or not, I am a part of this family and I will not be left out anymore. Another Jane. A breakout performance, yeah. really. I mean, the the reason to watch Happiest Season, amongst others, of course. I think we might hear, you know, we might be mentioning it one more, at least one more time. She might make her uh, way throughout in. this. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm I'm glad to see her. I thought she was so. That performance is so. Gives me shades of you know Melissa McCarthy and Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe not to the same level of you know into the stratosphere that it catapulted Melissa McCarthy in. But again, I'm glad to see whatever she does next. Yeah, yeah. And I think she also, didn't she write the movie as well? Something like yeah. that. I remember there was something that we, that we were like, oh. Yeah, come on, Mary. All right, Mary Holland. Uh, <laughs> finally, you know, it's the voice acting of Julie Kavner, but it is best supporting sisters Patty and Selma Bouvier from The Simpsons. I need a formal dress for tonight. You've come to the right place. We've got classy duds up the yin-yang. I call this one Fantasy in Maroon. It's got some cigarette burns, so we can patch them up with new vinyl. Mm, It's a bit peppery for me. Why don't we put this in the maybe pile? This was originally a Halloween costume, but it found its way into my regular rotation. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm lighting a cigarette. Oh, I know. Yes. I'm lighting like four four cigarettes at once. I have loved these two women 
forever. I, I mean, they are really a formative, formative best supporting char- female characters in my childhood. Yeah, I mean, in that episode we covered too, it's like lest we, lest we forget, you know, the Halloween costumes. Oh yeah, large like tried on. I just love that scene. It's uh, it. I I'm interested to maybe do more, um, you know, in the future, uh, you know, the Patty and Selma episodes, or if there is an episode, I think we can make that happen. Absolutely. So you know, you've heard it here first, folks. In 2022, more Patty, more Selma. <laughs> Betty and Selma 2020. Yeah, yeah, right, right. You could see the signs. Um, so that, folks, those are our, our best supporting sisters. I think one thing to, to maybe even mention, too, that um, in case listeners were questioning, you know, why, why didn't we give... It, this award show is more of a celebration and an honoring of, like, you know, inductees rather than just one person taking a trophy home. Mm-hmm. We want that. We want to spread the love we want. And the other thing too, really is like, as we were talking about yesterday, I think it would be next to impossible to agree on just one of these, you know, one of these sisters or one of these yeah. pairs of sisters too. It's, it's hard. So we made it, we made a conscious effort um, or a decision rather to just, you know, this is the, in, you know, the 2021 class. Yes. Uh, of inductees into the Westons. I love that. So. It makes me it makes my heart sing. And I agree. We considered the possibility of picking one and it's just too much. It's just too much. Yes. That's <laughs> Meryl's Yeah. And speaking of kitchen acting, uh, what a great segue, uh, Colin. I, know. I, I think it's coming. time to 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 dive into our next category. Um um, for best kitchen acting, Ugh. a great category, a great category. Yes, always serving dessert in all of these scenes. Yes, so take <laughs> us there. Um, so our first inductee is none other, and we're taking it back here, uh, to Cloris Leachman in The Last Picture Show. What am I doing apologizing to you? Why am I always apologizing to you, you little bastard? you without you even being here i haven't done anything wrong why can't i quit apologizing you're the one ought to be sorry i wouldn't still be in my bathroom if i hadn't been for you i had my clothes on hours ago you're the one made me quit caring if i got dressed or not man you know i'd let her throw a coffee pot at me any day yeah i i want like that picture of her like that shot of her when she opens the door wearing her robe just mm-hmm. looking like you know what's that like famous b- picture of like the mother with her two kids? It's called like something mother. Oh, and it's like uh, the Depression era it, photo. Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes. I kind of picture that. It's there's so much, and and of course that is the scene. Oh yeah, as far as like when when she won it, trademark. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, and we love Cloris. Rest in peace. Yeah, um, yeah. And we we had to put her in. Absolutely, there. great kitchen act. Absolutely. Um, and we're going to hop right over. We already quoted her once, but the next inductee had to put her in here is Meryl Streep for the hours. It's just too much. You fly in from San Francisco and I've been nursing Richard for years. And all the time I've held myself together. No problem. I mean, how many times have we quoted? I know this scene it's just too much just too much and that and my whole life my whole life that has just that moment just summed it up the emotional frequency of that moment just summed it up i just love it i meryl at her best 
Yeah, I mean the the splashing of the water. Yeah. Um, that improv moment, her just you know, separating those eggs and listening to opera. I was like, this is art. Yes. <laughs> truly amazing um and speaking of truly amazing our next inductee is none other than jane alexander for kramer versus kramer how is he he's okay he's uh he's sleeping it's okay i can do that ted i'm so sorry i feel completely responsible well i just don't know what happened i mean one minute he was there and the next minute he was lying on the ground I think really one of our first uh, examples of kitchen acting, if I'm really thinking back. Colin. I think you're right. This was really a pioneer of kitchen acting. And and it's so it's so quiet and controlled. And it's all in like the way that, you know, she puts her hand on his back or how she's, you know, sort of crying while drying the dishes. I I really enjoyed I revisiting some of these scenes. I thought, oh, boy. One of the first assistants to the BSA and yes. one of the first kitchen acting moments we've ever talked about. Yeah, Jane is, Jane Alexander is like a, 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 a what am I trying to say? A pillar. I was going to say a pioneer, but also a pioneer, a pillar of a lot of reference or like reference points of um, best BSA moments Absolutely. on this podcast. Absolutely. Love you, Jane. Um. Okay, our next inductee is Julianne Nicholson in Mayor of Easttown. Oh. If you don't remember anything from Mayor of Easttown, you remember the kitchen scene and you remember the car scene, the steering wheel scene too. And it's, I remember, it's still, I still think of it, Colin, that last Oh, scene. I know. I, you know, not that the awards mean anything except for the Westons, the only thing that matters. But the fact that they, the Emmys recognized how great this was, it was just so validating because, yeah, I, so quintessential of like the impact of a best supporting actress. Yes. 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 Uh, and last but not least, unfortunately, another BSA that we lost recently is uh, Olympia Dukakis in Moonstruck. You, you got a love bite on your neck. He's coming back this morning. What's the matter with you? Your life's going down the toilet. Cover up that damn thing. Come on, put some makeup no, on. Right, all right. Oh, okay, fine. You gotta help me. Hurry up. And this is a great moment. I mean, again, another moment, you know, the moment she won it. I think in general, too, Olympia was sort of building her legacy with a couple movies before that. But I know that she got a late start, Olympia. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, this movie um, and, and that last scene, too, when, you know, everyone just piles into that kitchen. But before that, she, you know, she gives her husband a talking to. And she wells up for a second, comes back down. And it's so, so perfect and controlled again to, to just, you know, watch that moment. And I, I do love her in that movie. I do too. I think that is such a, a deserved Oscar. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, sorry, Ann Archer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, and I believe that concludes our best kitchen acting category. So uh, kitchens closed, ladies. Yes, for now. For now. Until next Til year. Until next year. But that brings us to uh, a category just mentioned earlier, the best assistance to the BSA. And assistance to the BSA, you know, trade market, is, as I just mentioned, and let's just name her as both our example 
and our first nominee, our first inductee, Jane Alexander in Kramer vs. Kramer. Joanna, things are not the same now. Ted is not the same man. You don't know how hard he's Mrs. Tried. Phelps, please. They're beautiful together. Mrs. Phelps. Beautiful. Your Honor, the witness has been asked to step if down. If you could see them together, Joanna, I mean, maybe you wouldn't be here now. Mrs. Phelps, that will be all. Sorry. And, you know, the, the idea being that in that movie, technically, Meryl Streep is the BSA. She won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress, but also nominated and, and the second BSA, the assistant to the BSA, is Jane Alexander. And again, a template that we've since used on this podcast for the next two years. Yeah, really. I mean, a double, you know, nominee inductee tonight, but we we are okay with it. I think that just because, you know, given the pedigree and what she's given us, we have to give back yeah, to her. Yeah, it feels really good. Uh, you know, another yeah. another real pillar of assistance to the BSA, another early assistant to the BSA is Terry Gar from Tootsie. No, I'm not worried about that audition Why? because Why I'm not going to so get it. I'm not going to get because I'm completely wrong for it. Why? What kind of a part is it? A woman. <sighs> that year was Jessica Lang, or as Dublin Zoetrope says, Depressica Lang, yes. that did win. But um, in our hearts and on this podcast, you know, it it belonged to Terry. Absolutely, yeah. We're a, we stand Terry in this house. <laughs> now this next one I am you know what a delight a, a sub, talk about a surprise one I did not see coming at all and that is Claudie Blakely in Pride and Prejudice I'm 27 years old I've no money and no prospects I'm already a burden to my parents and I'm frightened so don't judge me Lizzie don't you dare judge me yeah, I mean, I I remember this one. I, I I was proud of this one. Proud, proud and prejudiced. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, past tense. Um, I I just was so. I remember you were really excited about her. And again, the joy of going through these movies again that I just love to really give her, you know, proper due. She has that great scene with, um, you know, Elizabeth, uh, played by Kira Knightley. Um, uh, just in that, like on that swing about how she has no prospects and she has to marry what's his face. I can't even remember his name at the moment, but, um, I, I just really, what an, another great sort of one scene queen moment. Absolutely. And a, a surprisingly impactful moment for a supporting character that you, you wouldn't have expected to get a moment. It was really, you know, as Stinky Lulu said, you got to give her a moment and she got the moment. Yes. You know, speaking of speaking of queens who know how to have a moment, our next best decision to the BSA is none other than the delightful Joan Cusack in Working Girl. You do, sir? I'm Mr. Jack Trainer to see you, Miss McGill. Thank you, Cynthia. Hold all calls, Miss McGill? Yes, Cynthia, thank you. Can I get you anything, Mr. Trainer? Coffee, tea, me? <laughs> Isn't she right? That'll be all, Cynthia. The eyeshadow, uh, the hair. It just, a, such a great little friendship. I, you know, I love, 
I think one of my favorite things about Working Girl is how she gets that last little shot of like losing her shit in like this in the steno pool in her office. Yes, uh, yes. You know the the inclusion. I just I I love and in general I think having Joan on this list for assistance to the BSA is also a recognition of Joan at large. This is a career award, really. Oh yeah, I mean we had to put her. Excuse me, we had to put her on at some point, and uh, I'm glad this is it me too. Finally, one that I I continue to find to be a, a, a surprise delight and always so high on my list, none other than Caroline Aaron in Hello, My Name is Doris. I let her be, Ross. Just let her be. Let her live her life. Besides, oh. she's just a kid. <laughs> this is someone who Agreed. if she's on the list if she's on the cast list i'm interested if she has one line as a secretary i'll fast forward to that scene i think she is <laughs> she is a, a delight in a movie that i didn't i didn't even know i could be more delightful given the time daily of it all right i mean is it the bridge scene oh. where they're playing bridge together like that's another still that i want in my you know montage right Ugh, the knocking oh my god the knocking and like the, the fact that they're really laughing and having a good time yeah oh i just i want to be at that bridge game so bad uh yeah <laughs> yeah and those are our best assistants the bsa congratulations for all of the additional lifting you give in the category Yes, congratulations to all those women. And I have the privilege of introducing the next category. And this this is a big one. This is an exciting mm-hmm. one. I'm glad that I was I was chosen. Uh, so he, it is uh, none other than steering wheel acting. Oh. Three words. That's all you need to hear. Beep, beep. And you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to to kind of go on a little bit of a tangent here, but um, but not too no, much. Please. Uh, our first episode. I listened to our first episode just to kind of you know, where were we two years ago? What and you know, on our first episode, and what did we talk about? And I think it it was about ten or twelve minutes in when you brought up Tony Collette and in the Sixth Sense, uh-huh. who um is uh you know coincidentally enough our first inductee in this category. Of course, Tony Collette in the Sixth Sense. The nails. Oh. She said, you came to the place where they buried her. Asked her a question. She said, the answer is, every day, what did you ask? Do I make her proud? The nails, the orange turtleneck, the hair, the, I always say the absolutely perfect Philadelphia accent. I cannot believe, Mm -hmm. I cannot believe how much she nailed that accent. She and Kate Winslet, uh, the two of them with their Pennsylvania accents. (laughs) I know, I know. That should be a category next year. Best, Best Pennsylvania accent or Philly. I guess we'll go Philly. It's good. Um... Second in this category for steer- steering wheel acting is Laurie Metcalf in Lady Bird. Ugh, a classic. A classic of the category is is the face journey that Laurie Metcalf gets in, in the in that Toyota Corolla in Lady Bird. Yes. 
circling that airport knowing you know you're you're just wanting her to go back yeah. and she does and it's too late and but tracy lets us there to, to say it's okay oh it's okay. as she collapses into his chest oh one of my favorite moments i know it's it's so good um and the third inductee in this category i mean none other double double inductee tonight julianne nicholson for mayor of east town we couldn't mm. we couldn't not put her in this why didn't you come to me or no just one thing why couldn't you just leave it alone you have john why couldn't you just leave it alone it's ryan it's ryan it's my ryan my ryan it was an accident. He doesn't even know how to hold a gun. Why couldn't you just leave him alone? Beautiful. I, a new generation of steering wheel acting, bringing it to the next level. That's I, I agree. And, and that's uh, that's a shorter category this year. But you know what? There's going to be we have a whole year to come up with a new list. And, you know, if we forgot things, I'm excited to know what's to come. And, uh, you know, I'm buckling my seatbelt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm checking my blind spot. Yes. And uh, making sure I didn't leave the trunk open. I don't know what that means, but make sure you don't leave the trunk open. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that concludes this category. And after the break, we will be inducting the honorees for Best Talking Through Tears. Ooh, a contested category there. Uh, but before that, enjoy a sampling um, of, in our opinion, at least my opinion, but I know that you would probably co-sign this, one of the great scores of recent years. And this is, of course, um, Philip Glass with The Hours. Oh, take us away, Phil. get right into a category that I think the Westons would be incomplete without. I think we would be incomplete without. It is my distinct honor, and I hope I don't get emotional, to present the inductees to the Hall of Fame of Best Talking Through Tears. Our first honoree is none other than Tova Feldsha in Kissing Jessica Stein. I think... I think she's a very nice girl. Oh, this woman, what she can do on a bench, what she could do on a swing, you know? I I mean, she's a very nice girl. Oh, she, I'm, I'm, I'm giving a tight, teary-eyed smile just thinking about it. <laughs> it's great. I'm glad that this was introduced to me, at least for that, you know, this movie, you know, for all it's sort of like, call it whatever you will, but like it's it still has these moments of like, 
gold, and especially for Tova. We love Oh, her. yes. I'm so happy to see the recognition. Uh, next up, uh, a lady who is no stranger to the recognition, but it is deserved none other than Meryl Streep in Kramer versus Kramer. I came here to take my son home. And I realized he already is home. I love him very much. I remember when I first watched this, I was like, how does she go there? What is she thinking? What is she feeling when she did that scene? It's crazy. Yeah, it really is. I think the it's like you got to give it to her. Say what you want about Meryl Streep, but especially this early era, you know, when she was when she was, uh, you know, not the Meryl she is today. You got to give it to her. She earned the Oscar. She was doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, one that I'm excited to include that I'm excited to see recognized that I've loved for a long time is Shafali Shah in Monsoon Wedding. Don't touch me! Don't touch me! And now he's doing it all over again to Alia. She's lying, Lilith. She, she's lying. You don't want to believe me? Then fine. I'm not a part of this. I'm not a part of you. Say something, Lilith. She's lying. She's, she's you lying. know I don't lie, Judge. You know it. You know I don't lie. And this, of course, things get pretty deep, pretty you know, heavy in the movie. But I think in a movie full of so much to look at and so much to listen to, her performance just shines as, you know, really, I think, the emotional heart of the movie. Yeah, she's the one that, uh, yeah, exactly. She's like the glue that holds it all together. And I, she's the cousin you always want to hang out with. And, and we, I, I really, really love this performance. And I think that in this movie too, I think that like you had seen it before. Mm -hmm. Obviously I had to, but I'm glad that we now have this in our arsenal. And I, I was thinking of her as we were making the list too. I was like, oh, we got to get her on there somewhere. Yeah. And this is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. This feels right. Another one that I felt we couldn't go on without because I, to me, it's it's such iconic talking through tears, expert talking through tears, is a classic, Julianne Moore from the Hours. I ran into Ray. He said Kitty had to go to the hospital. I know. Nothing serious. He said just a checkup. I'm terrified. Why? Maybe you could go see her in the morning, honey. I was going to. I was going to stop by. Colin, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified. Oh. <laughs> it's it's just I love it. I it is the way that she has to pull it together. I just I think oh, the the heavy lifting we're watching this woman do. Yeah, with John C. Riley, you know, just a lovable doof in the bed, like yeah, ah. right, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, oh, coming to bed, Laura, <laughs> yeah. Laura Brown. Laura. Oh yeah, I know, just like a jack in the box. Oh, you coming to bed? Like it's yeah, just... it's like a nightmare. Yeah, ay ay ay. Well, God bless you. She went to Canada, you know. Um, <laughs> she did. She got on a bus. 
It's true. So I think our final inductee for Best Talking Through Tears is, I think, one of the rawest performances and and certainly Hall of Fame when it comes to, you know, getting those lines out through a lot of uh, a lot of sobbing and a lot of tears. None other than Monique in Precious. And she made him leave. She made him go away. So whose fault was it It's this bitch's fault because she let my man have her. And she didn't say nothing. She didn't scream. She didn't do nothing. So those things that she told you did to her, who who else was going to love me? Hmm? Since you got your degree and you know every fucking thing. Who was going to love me? Who who was going to make me feel good? Who was going to touch me and make me feel good late at night? And she made him go away. So when you sit there and you write them fucking notes on your pad about who you think I am and why I did it and all of that, because I didn't have the template really i feel like i i was making this list and you were the one who actually put it on and i was like yeah of course duh like this is uh such a moment in that movie i'll never forget that i mean even mariah carey she made mariah carey a better yeah actress, you know it's just like it was just one of those movie magic moments and i remember walking out of that theater and saying i think she might win an oscar for this absolutely and and she did and she did and i love you know with meryl streep as a classic and monique as a, as a modern classic i'm happy to see them both here yes and uh, before I get a little verklempt, let's wrap things up with best talking through tears moment. Congratulations, ladies. And uh, this this category was sponsored by Kleenex. So, um, <laughs> you know, uh, honk, honk. That's people honk, blowing honk. their noses with tissues. Well, the next category, see me with them ants. Uh, I'm, I'm very proud to be able to announce the inductees. And of course, this is the category for best supporting ants or aunts, however you choose to pronounce it. Whatever you it. want. Um, and the first one is Julie Bavasso from Moonstruck. You know something? In that light, with that expression on your face, you look about 25 years old. Lest we forget. Ugh. She was a real surprise delight. She was one I did not expect to fall in love with. But that one scene where, you know, they're looking at the moonlight and she starts laughing. It, I, I couldn't believe. I was like, who is this lady? I'm in love. Yeah, she's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Get out yeah. of here. Uh, so natural. What a goose. And, you know, she's 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 there in the last scene. I'm glad she got to come yep, back yep. and cause a little bit more chaos. Yeah, the and inclusion. Just be there. Yeah. Uh, the second inductee, I mean, this is no surprise to anyone, really. The ants of all ants is Andrea Martin from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Okay. All my life, I had a lump at the back of my neck right here. Always a lump. I start the menopause and the lump got bigger from the hormones it started to grow so I go to the doctor and he did the bio, the 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 bios, the, the, the biopsy and inside the lump he found teeth and a spinal column 
Yes, inside the lump was my twin. Really, honestly, yes, an all-star aunt. I really, I'm so happy to see her here. I, yeah, raising the bar for all of us. And doing yeah, it the streak in the hair. <laughs> I just think that they couldn't have found, there's no one that they could have found. Why wasn't that, why wasn't she nominated for like a Golden Globe or something? You know, give it to Andrea. Yeah, come on. Yeah, where's her due? Well, it's yeah. here. It's here she at the Westons. She has two Tony Awards. It's fine. Oh, yeah, right. it's here and here at the yeah. Westons. But still, love you, Andrea. Um, but the next one is Paula Pell for other people. Yeah, I got to show you this. Remember that uh, wand that I bought on the internet? The one that can heal people. Yes. And can you believe it? Only four hundred. I mean, that's wow. crazy. Everyone at your church bought one. Yep. Right? Well, my pastor sells them on his website. And uh, anyway, I looked it up. And it doesn't cure cancer. Wow. And so it just works on if you, like, throw your back out or something. But, boy, is it amazing. Boy, she, you know, her people campaigned hard, and we and, and she got in. Because it's a small role. It's a small role. But how could we do this? How could we go two years, you know, of, of Weston nominees and not find a way to talk about the delightful Paula Pell? I am always, always, always excited to see her in front of the camera. In anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, congratulations, Aunt Paula. Aunt Paula. And last but not least, I mean, Laurie Metcalf and Roseanne and Jackie. It's, it's, built, it's built into the name, really. Yeah. I should have grabbed you when I first saw you. No chance. No? What, meet date a freshman? <laughs> I bet that you don't remember the first time we met. I do. So do I. No, you don't. Okay, I don't. But I was kind enough to let my sister have you. Kind? Mm -hmm. Is that the word you yes. use, kind? Yes, I stepped aside and I held back all my budding teenage passions. You better let this soak till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'll get that tomorrow. What time are you leaving? Early. Oh, tomorrow's going to be a bear. <sighs> you are so funny. What? I embarrassed you. You didn't embarrass me. You know. You didn't embarrass me. You know, I used to have a crush on you in a big way back then. Yeah, you did? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I thought you were pretty cute. <laughs> you want a beer? Now I am embarrassing you. No, you're not embarrassing me. Hell, I thought you were cute, too. You hated me. Yeah, I hated you, but I thought you were cute. <laughs> really? Yeah. You just got on my nerves, that's all. I still get on your nerves. Yeah. <laughs> on this podcast, we got to see her go into, like, full hyper-ant mode in, in that Officer and a Gentleman episode. But she is uh, iconic ants. Iconic ants. You don't say Jackie, you always say Aunt Jackie. Yeah, you can't. You can't. And I, I think in general, too, I, I feel that there's more Roseanne in our future at some point, too. And she's going to be the entry point, as always. Absolutely. And that's the those are the ants, the four ants this year. Um, glad to see you. Yeah. Can't wait to sit at can't wait to sit at a table at a wedding oh, with you one day. You know? Yeah. Seat me with them ants. Yeah. Seats me with them ants. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, well, I also have the privilege of announcing the next category, which is best cigarette acting. Oh, oh my goodness. Everyone in the audience is holding their lighters up. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Please stop. This isn't a Nickelback concert. Yes, uh, we don't want to set off the the alarms here or the you know the the sprinklers. Yeah, we this but, will um, ruin all of the entire Applebee's experience. Please put your lighters <laughs> away. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, but the first inductee into this category is Margot Martindale in Lazy Susan. Yeah, we better get going before the meatloaf gets ate up. Meatloaf? Are we going to the hospital again for meatloaf day? What I wouldn't give to have that recipe. <laughs> <laughs> In the parking oh. lot with like with with the longest cigarette I've ever seen. Oh, the woman, what she can do with a cigarette. I just, I'm, I and again, this is an opportunity to make sure we honor Queen Martindale, and I love that it's through the movie Lazy Susan, which, as you all may know, has a very special place in my heart. Yeah, the surprise hit of the season, really, Absolutely. Uh, for for the podcast. And I, I mean, what makes it even better is that it's the it's the church parking lot. Oh, I, just I know, that. I know, I love that. Like with the church in the background. Yes, yes. Um, next, I mean, a performance that's near and dear to my heart. This is, of course, Melissa Leo in the Fighter. I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. Why are you talking? I'm Charlene. We just met. <laughs> We're together. Do we need to do this again? Hi, I'm Charlene. Hi, I'm Charlene. Hey, we're together. What are you going to do, Nick? Listen, some MTV girl works in a bar? What does she know about boxing? It's everything I've ever wanted in a cigarette acting performance. I think, you know, the one that really sticks out to me is when she's on that couch. Oh. And Amy, when Amy Adams comes over and she's just, one hand, you know, her elbow's on the arm and she's like, I'm sorry, who are you talking to? I don't even know you. It's MTV girl. <laughs> just that, that, that double chin sort of lean back yeah. with the cigarette. I am obsessed with it. I love it so much. I, I have to say, I think Melissa Leo and the fighter may be, if we were to do a bracket of best cigarette acting in a movie, hard to beat Melissa Leo in the fighter. And I think it's that chin situation. Yeah. The chin. I mean, and even, Oh God, I just love her so much. I have to stop myself. But, um, the next one, another, you know, pioneer in cigarette acting really is Judy Dench in notes on a scandal. Oh, you know, I, I'm thinking I, I've been wanting to, decorate my bathroom you know uh tell people you're gay without telling people you're gay um and i'm proud yes. of it I, you bet i'm gay <laughs> yes. uh, jealous and so one of the things i want to do is get a big framed picture on the on my wall of judy dench in the bathtub with the cigarette oh i would love that right oh just can you imagine walking into someone else's house and seeing that like i would just if i was at a party and i didn't know the host i would like kick down the door and like say point me to the host yes because i need to know we need to talk yeah so i'm i'm putting i'm doing that so i'm i'm signaling i'm going to put a little judy dench in my bathroom yes i love that idea what a cool sort of homage to her i think that's that's really fun yeah uh, so Judy, and, and really it's like, you know, the bathtub scene, it's, it's, you know, she is an expert cigarette smoking. It's incredible. Actress. It's just incredible. Yeah. 
Um, and the last uh, inductee in this category is none other than Allison Janney for I, Tanya. Poor fucking you. I didn't stay home making apple brown Bettys. No, I made you a champion. Knowing you'd hate me for it. That's the sacrifice a mother makes. I wish I'd had a mother like me instead of nice. Nice gets you shit. I didn't like my mother either. So what? I fucking gave you a gift. I feel like the first thing that comes to my mind with this is is that scene in the booth where she she's almost using it as like a weapon. You know what I mean? When she talks to it, it's an extension of her finger. Yes, and I love that. Yes. I mean, often heard in the intro of our episodes is I wish I had a mother yeah. like me instead of nice. Nice gets you shit. And she is working the cigarette the entire time on that line. Yeah. And uh, that is uh, that's the end of the inductees for best cigarette acting. Ooh, I'll tell Can't you. Can't wait for next year. I think I need a cigarette yeah, after that. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> well, folks, we're going to take a moment now to introduce uh, our very first special award of the evening. So the Golden Globes, you know, they have the Cecil B. DeMille Award, the SAG Awards. I feel like the SAG Awards have like a Lifetime Achievement Award of some sorts. And we here at the Westons have the Rita Moreno Award for Excellence. Mm. She can she can sing, she can dance, she can make you laugh and cry in the same sentence. She is a pioneer in the Latino community. She's an activist. She's an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award winner. She's an icon, she's a legend, and she is the moment. <laughs> wow. At age yeah. <laughs> at age eighty six, she has a documentary that was just released this week, Colin. We have to watch oh, it. Oh. It was on PBS. Perfect I think it was called it's called like the most Rita Moreno quote I've ever heard. It's like a girl who just decided to go oh, for it. Oh yes. <laughs> I, can I pic- think that's literally I can what picture it is. It's something like that. Yes. And I just like with that title alone, I just, I can't wait to watch. And this December, she's uh, starring in the movie that won her an Oscar 60 years ago. Jesus Can you believe that? Jesus, Maria. She is, I know. Anita, she is, if you will. <laughs> yeah, she is excellence in action. And I am proud to announce this year's recipient of the Rita Moreno Award for Excellence is going to Pen15. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Applause, applause. Oh, my God. We wanted to include Pen15. We wanted to honor Pen15 for all that it's given us. I mean, I really... I'm I'm hard-pressed to find a comedy that has hit so many... I guess checks so many boxes as far as, like, what I'm looking for. What, you know, it's it's so deeply meaningful. Not I And, and for a lot of reasons, but I, it's so specific and... Uh, you know, to us, you know, I mean, I'm 35. I think I was a little bit older than they were when the show, you know, back in the early 2000s, but we, you still get it. And everything that they've created in this beautiful show, I'm just so thankful that it exists. I couldn't agree more. And I think, you know, it's funny. There was a time when it, you know, Shit's Creek was kind of the popular, and it still is a popular comfort television. Sure. And I think there are so many people where Pen15, whether it's especially nowadays or just in general, where it's an even deeper level of comfort. It's recognition. It's nostalgia. It's validation. It's, you know, the best kind of cringe. It's, you know, very real emotions. I It's cathartic. I, I can't believe that this show with a title, Pen15, with such a silly title, with these two geniuses playing 
13 year old girls i can't believe how how accomplished it is i can't believe it manages to also be so genuine and so moving i don't know anyone who doesn't love it i feel like we are united by our love for pen 15 I on I mean there was a time Colin when pen 15 gifts didn't exist in my phone Ugh. you know I remember like refresh I remember for a brief time Shits Creek wasn't there either but then it is now of course and I tell you anytime I you know it's my go-to search especially for like you mm-hmm. and my friend Jamie who introduced me to the show like and I I sometimes will forget I'm even sending a text and just scroll through all of the gifts and just laugh oh yeah hard just thinking about it I was like this show like if you ever just need a retrospective of what you're missing just look look up pen 15 and your gif app whatever you use and you'll find it it is just uh it's a gift and um Congratulations to to Anna Anna Conkle and Maya Erskine and and really everyone involved in Pen Fifteen. Absolutely, absolutely. And we are anytime anything is happening in Pen Fifteen, we stop the presses. You know, we've already done three episodes True, on Pen yes. Fifteen. So as soon as season two comes back, we'll be there. Amen. I can't wait. Well, I think you know. I think we're due a little bit of a musical break. That's a that, that was a big moment. I think to give people a breath to kind of. Yes. You know, maybe pop in some bagel bites, you know, in honor of Pen15. And uh, when we come back, we're going to be presenting Best Standout Ensemble Performance. Welcome back. I want to just pause and I want to turn to my co-host and say, how are you doing this evening? How are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great. I feel like it's that moment when the hosts come out, you know, mid Oscars or two thirds of the way through. And it's like, remember us? Yeah. We're still here. Yeah. yeah. These old brown shoes. We're still here. And they're starting to feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you're easing into it. You yeah. Had maybe a dream. You had a shot backstage with Margot Martindale. You oh. know, it's 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 all a big party. Absolutely. I mean, the Pen15 girls gave us a big hug backstage just now. Yes. I don't want to brag everybody, but. It's pretty great. So Yeah, they're in the press room. They're in the press room. Yeah, yeah. But we <laughs> have a show to get to. We have got more categories to get to. The night is not over, and the news comes on at 11. So we got to hurry. Um, yes. As you know, people tend to get played off on this podcast. So uh, next up, <laughs> Best Standout Ensemble Performance. These are for roles that are maybe even smaller in scope than your usual Best Supporting Actress role, but have... A profound impact all the same. And I, you know, I'm excited. I like the order that we've got these because we're starting with truly, truly the titan of this category. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You could almost name the category after her, and one day we might. We might. It is none other than Anna Devere Smith in Rachel Getting Married. Uh, I mean, best supporting hustle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what is that line at the beginning where she's like, do you want a Diet Coke? I, I I, yeah, I brought a Diet Coke I for got you. Diet got Coke. you a Diet Coke. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah. From running for the phone to crying in the family room, 
eating watermelon uh, and and <laughs> giving out life advice. She just she does it all. Oh, waving a hanky at the wedding. Oh, that's right. Oh my gosh. I mean, so many like her running to the phone. I j- I forgot all about it, and Ugh. her picking up the phone and then giving that like cons- like furrowed brow. Uh-huh. But everything's fine. She's like, it's not her. Yeah. <laughs> what a fake out. What a fake but out. But I love that. A dream. Oh God. So a Anna. delight to to honor Anna. You know, I, this next nomination is really inspired by Anna, and I just it it just sticks with me in, in the same way that Anna's role of Carol and Rachel getting married. The movie is never about her, but she's very much in the texture of the movie. I I really love the same way that that uh, uh, our next inductee appears in the movie Pieces of a Woman, and that's Eliza Schlesinger. I love her last name because it it makes anyone sound like they've had a drink or two. Oh you know yeah, I mean? oh yeah. I um, you know I may have had a slight stroke recently, <laughs> but she's she's great in this, and I I think if I'm I don't know why my brain is just a tad fuzzy with pieces of a woman. I mean, I think it's just, it's such a heavy movie that you don't really want to go back to right away and rewatch mm-hmm. anyway. But I, I would love to maybe watch pieces of pieces of a yes. woman. Um, you know what I mean? This uh, is, on YouTube or something. Yes. I think this is the performance to go back and rewatch the movie for. I mean, Ellen Burstyn is great with that monologue, but I love it's almost. Oh, yeah. Dare I say a bit of a Jocelyn Fox in season six of RuPaul's Drag Race? Yes, that's how I would that. describe this. So, um, our next nominee is the Oscar nomination that I find the most beguiling and thus the most fascinating. The shortest performance to ever be nominated for an Oscar, I believe, ever is I think for two minutes and ten seconds of screen time, Hermione Badley in a room at the top. Do you love Alice? Yes. I thought so. She's crazy about you. You know that, I suppose. She doesn't know it herself yet. Don't hurt her, Joe. Don't ever hurt her. And I just can't, I, you know, it's not as if it's even my favorite performance. I just love that this little role was given impact, was given recognition, and it is none other, it is nothing more than really a glorified, you know, uh, friend role. Yeah, I, I admittedly have not seen it yet. I'm wondering if I could find that clip on YouTube. I'll find it for you. I'll yeah. find it for you. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll make, I'll make sure to, I'll get it to you. And, um, you know, Great. if anyone else wants to see it, let me know. Uh, our, next is one that I have loved for a very long time. You know, we, we have already seen a nomination for Joan Cusack from Working Girl, but, uh, Towards the very end of the movie, there is a great small performance by Amy Aquino, who plays Melanie Griffith's new secretary at the end of Working Girl. Uh, Ms. McGill. Yes. That's your desk. In there. I don't think so. Oh, yes. I sit out here. Sorry, I thought the secretary would sit out here. That's right. I'm the secretary. If it's okay, I prefer assistant. And I've just always, I've always loved this little role. I always think about her. I always, if, the, if that movie's on, I will watch it to her scenes. I, I think for a small role in that movie, it's a, you know, it's a 
if I were her, I'd be so happy to get that role. You know what I mean? I I do love that. I do love that they we talked before about like, you know, specifically like nobody told them to do that, but nobody told I, I guess what I'm saying is like they could have easily edited that out. I mean, obviously they would have had that scene at the end no matter what, I guess too, but like even in other movies where like they didn't have to show Anna Devere Smith you know, crying in the corner, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and all these other things too. But I, I, I think that's a prime example of so glad it's there. Absolutely. Our final nomination, our final honoree is one that I, I think as again, as a bookend to Anna Devere Smith, as another featured ensemble role that it just has so much surprising impact and one that delighted the hell out of both of us in this episode it is Darcy Carden in Other People. The single tear. I mean, look out, Meryl, because yeah, I remember I, I almost screamed. I remember like, you know, if you have Tony Collette and Hereditary, maybe mine is Darcy Carden and Other People because no mm-hmm. one will get it except the people that do. <laughs> yeah, I that single tear changed everything. And, and it got her inducted into the Hall of Fame. So it's yeah. worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> so good well congrats ladies we are going to be moving on to our next category another incredibly important category and it is stacked full of hall of famers it is none other than the best going to a 27 scene Hmm. and you know let's let's kick it off with the obvious choice again we could potentially name this entire category after her but it is None other than Beatrice Strait in Network. Get out! Go anywhere you want. Go to a hotel. Go live with her, but don't come back. Because after 25 years of building a home and raising a family and all the senseless pain that we have inflicted on each other, I'm damned if I'm going to stand here and have you tell me you're in love with somebody else. Because this isn't a convention weekend with your secretary, is it? Or, or some board that you picked up after three belts of booze. This is your great winter romance, isn't it? Your last roar of passion before you settle into your emeritus years. Is that what's left for me? Is that my share? She gets the winter passion and I get the dotage? What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to sit home knitting and purling while you slink back like some penitent drunk? I'm your wife, damn it! And if you can't work up a winter passion for me, the least I require is respect and allegiance. I mean, I remember learning that lip sync. And as soon as I learned it, it was out of my head on TikTok. It was just, uh, it gave me a headache learning all that. It was just, I remember I didn't even know what this, I remember Network, the movie, but I, I, I had never paid, I don't want to say I paid attention. I guess I had never really seen it. And it's crazy that this is, you know, now the gold standard for like a one scene queen, really. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I mean, this is, again, much like Hermione Badley, you know, she's in the movie for a few minutes and then won the Oscar, which. Yes. Uh, A a lady who is in the movie for more than a few minutes, but I think could also come for B when it comes to getting this category named after her. The Titan, the classic, the robbed queen, none other than Tony Collette and Hereditary. Don't you swear at me, you little shit! Don't you ever raise your voice at me! I am your mother! Do you understand? All I do is worry and slave and defend you, and all I get back is that fucking face on your face! So 
so full of disdain and resentment and always so annoyed. Well, now your sister is dead. And I know you miss her. And I know it was an accident. And I know you're in pain. And I wish I could take that away for you. I wish I could shield you from the knowledge that you did what you did. But your sister is dead. She is gone forever. And what a waste. If it could have maybe brought us together or something. If you could have just said, I'm sorry, or faced up to what happened, maybe then we could do something with this. But you can't take responsibility for anything. So now I can't accept. And I can't forgive. Because... Because nobody admits anything they've done! A gold standard. I mean... I, I'm hard pressed to find another scene that has had, I, there's a part of me that wished that I could have gone in fresh, mm-hmm. like not knowing that, like I'm, I'm jealous of you to know that that was not, that you didn't even know that was ahead of you when you went to the theater that day or, you know, whenever you watched it. I, tell us about your first time. Oh. <laughs> See, you, you didn't know about it. Did I you, did or not did know about it. And it oh, was. Oh my I, it was, I mean, I, I wanted, I just, it, my life is before and after. It just, it set a bar higher than, you know, had been set before. And it just continues to be one of my favorite performances. And, yeah. you know, I, I, anyone who says that she should have been nominated for an Oscar, it's like, can I give you a hug? So, yeah. Next, I, uh, in, uh, indeed, someone who was nominated for an Oscar and one that we have queened out about a long time ago on In the Details, Kate Blanchett in Notes on a Scandal. You think this is a love affair? A relationship? Well, sticky gold stars and, another, and a strand of my hair and a receipt from Pizza Express? It's a flat in the Archway Road and you think you're Virginia frigging wolf? Where did you get my hair? Did you pluck it from the bath with some special fucking tweezers? Don't you know it's rude to read a person's diary? It's private! Companions, we're not friends. You just don't even like me! That's not true. I only have tender feelings for you. Only love! No! no. Fucking, fucking mad. You don't know how to love. You've never your whole life. Me, Jennifer Dodd. You're nothing but waste and disappointment. You bitter old virgin. You're only for a reason. They loathed you at school, all of them. I was the idiot who bothered, but only because no one told me you're a fucking vampire! So what is it, Pa? You want to roll around the floor like lovers? You want to fuck me, Marlborough? Please don't diminish our... Uh, what? What? No, give it back. I... I know you. Selfish and vain, you think you have a divine right. You don't belong in the world, you belong here! You big baby! I mean, it really is. Talk about setting a bar. I love this scene so much. I love, I love that she just let loose. She just fully let loose in this scene, and it's, and it just tap dances on the edge of camp, but in a fully capable way. That's not like it's. I can't believe it. I can't believe the balancing act of this performance and this moment. Yeah, because the whole movie, you're just wanting. I guess like some sort of vindication, but at the same time, like Sheba was the one who 
you know, did something wrong, like fundamentally wrong. And you, it's like, who are you, whose side are you on? Because they're both flawed individuals, but it's so fun to watch them spar yeah. in that scene. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to a, a fun little nomination, uh, a bit of real life going to a 27. That is, of course... Elaine Stritch in the original cast recording documentary of Company. And looking grim Cause they've been sitting Choosing a hat I'm just screaming! It's too early to scream. You're screaming because you know that your voice is tired and you're trying to make up in power. Yeah, but I've always done that, Steve. Because I've always had dumb material. So now I got good material and I can afford to go backwards. It's not so much that my voice is tired. I can take this all down. See, I'm just proving every point. Run! Oh, shut up! I love that you included this. It was such a great sort of like, of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I just love it. I think a real life moment of going to a 27 and, and it doesn't feel like I'm watching somebody suffering, you know, it doesn't look like I'm watching somebody who's just like having a bad day. It's like, well, she's having a bad day, but it's a lane stretch, you know, she'll, she'll bounce back. Yeah, we should have put Stephen Sondheim on the short list for best cigarette acting in that scene because in oh, my mind he has yes. a cigarette. He's just like listening to her and just like, I'm just going to let her get it out of her system. Um, yeah. And just like continuing to smoke. Yes, yes. And she does some fabulous cigarette acting as well. I almost consider her for best cigarette acting. Oh, but, yeah. You know, these awards, listen, as I said it before and I'll say it again, it, heartbreak, it's in the very fabric of the Westons. <laughs> Put that on a goddamn tote bag. So, yeah, exactly. uh, speaking of watching an actress suffer, but we, the best we can do is honor her for what she was put through and recognize her greatness. Is Shelley Duvall in The Shining? <laughs> I just want to go back to my room. Why? <laughs> I'm very confused. <laughs> I just. You've had your whole fucking life to think things over. What good's a few minutes more gonna do you now? Stay away from me. Please! Don't hurt me. I'm not gonna hurt you. Stay away from me! Wendy? Stay away! Yeah, I feel it's at sometimes she's like at a 32, sometimes yes. at a 27, you know, like, oh my goodness. And again, another movie that um, I had not seen until we started this podcast really so and you know especially going into spooky season i think maybe we did do it around halloween we last did. year in my we did we yeah, did it right so, after the best supporting birthday yes she deservedly so yeah uh and i love that kind of next to elaine stritch too because you know elaine stritch we're seeing a real life moment of her going to a 27 and getting really raw and in the shining we're seeing shelly duvall go to a 27 and get really raw and being told it's a performance you know Yes. So yes. 
the final is a performance that I is I absolutely love. I think it is pitch perfect every single note, and I've cleaned out about it on the details. We've had a whole episode about her. It's time to bring her to the Westons. Our final nominee, Eileen Heckert for the Bad Seed. God forgive me. There were bruises on his hands, and that peculiar crescent-shaped mark on his forehead that the Undertaker covered up. He must have bled before he died. That's what the doctor said. And where's the medal? Who took the medal? I have a right to know what happened to the baby Jim medal. If I knew, I'd have a pretty good idea what happened to him. I don't know why you took it on yourself with charge around me. I'm as good as you are. Claude was better than your girl. He won the medal. She didn't. She has a right to know what happened to that penmanship medal. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I love that. For, is it the first scene where she really gets crazy, or is it like, does it, it build? It's it, like, how many times does she show up in that house? She shows up twice. The first scene has the eye of the right to know what happened to that penmanship medal. And, uh, yeah, it's it really, I mean, just a devastating performance. And just, you know, I think... yeah. You know what? What she does in two five-minute scenes—it's incredible. It is really—it's expert going to a twenty-seven. An expert. I mean, this is a category that I just thought of now too. If we if we maybe have room for it or enough people to induct next year, is best like drunk acting. I was just thinking the same thing. Is this yeah. also even more expert drunk acting? Some of the best I've ever seen. And I agree with you. Next Westons drunk acting. Yeah, look out, Evan Peters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. look out, Evan Peters. Uh, I'd throw him in there. I would, too. I would, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, that's exciting. Congratulations, ladies. We have to move on. And it can't always be about the ladies at the Westons. You know, it can't always be about the ladies. Every once in a while on this podcast, we encounter a male queen. And what is a male queen? Yes. A man, a certain man who just we fall in love with in a very special way who just he's he's welcome at the table he's welcome at the brunch you know oftentimes he's straight and that's not necessary but that is also the truth of our inductees today and he he warms our hearts and he brings the nuance Mm -hmm. to the point where if i see their name in the cast list much like many (laughs) of the ladies we've talked about this evening i will watch that movie so this evening, we are inducting four male queens. I'm going to start with one, Mr. Tracy Letts, who we very much appreciated as the dad, best supporting dad in Ladybird. Yeah, he is quintessential dad energy. The kind of dad that I would, like, real life would, like, love to find at a party and just sit down and talk about. Absolutely. Whatever. Absolutely. He's the dad that's just like, he's retired um, and just like, you know, asks good questions and keeps the conversation going. And it's super charming and easy to talk to. I agree. And speaking of charming dads who I'd love to talk to, if not, you know, maybe do a little wine tasting with maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll see where that takes us. But our <laughs> next queen is none other than Mademoiselle Stanley Tucci. Yes. He just keeps getting better and better with age. And like, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram, but, you know, he makes his wife Negronis and just like, you know, uh, 
has a TV show about food in Italy. And he's a gem. He's like, a gem. always glad to see him. Always rooting for him. Um, the Tooch. The Tooch. God bless the Tooch. Yes. Well, another dad who we love and just, you know, a teddy bear of a guy. Our next queen, John Goodman. I think more specifically, Roseanne era John Goodman. Not that he's not great now, but like there's yes. something about that energy and just in the show Roseanne too that I just I just love him. I agree. Yeah, that early early seasons Dan and Roseanne is uh I I'm surprised by how much I'm I'm sort of charmed by him. Yes, yes. And someone who I think feels a bit like a surprise and is truly a well he is a sir and now he will be a dame and a queen uh so i don't know what he will consider more of an honor but our final queen of the evening our final male queen of the evening is the goose oscar winner sir anthony hopkins the original queen really i remember when you watched i watched the father first i think or like, and then you watched it, and your your text was I I feel like in all caps, or at least I think it was. You said Anthony Hopkins is a queen, and I knew immediately what you meant. Mm-hmm. I just I just knew it. Yeah, I was like I di- I didn't think about like well that's a weird thing to say. I just knew exactly what you were talking about, and the OG queen himself. I he's great. Absolutely, he is just a, a national treasure. Go follow him on Instagram if you aren't. He just basically plays with his cat and plays piano all day. And I just, I love him so much. And I I hope our our listener Nina is listening because she'll often will send messages and things about Anthony Hopkins on Instagram. So I hope she's jumping up and down and cheering right now for this goose. Yes. Um, I hope you all, all are, are, honestly. I hope you all are. But I just, you know, uh, that I know is true. So. Yes. Uh, I think that brings us to our final break before we get to our last categories and our BSA of the year. So, you know, take your potty breaks now, you know, get yourself uh, a little refresher on your Negronis. You know, the tooch is back there shaking and stirring, if you know what I mean. And uh, (laughs) we'll be right back. segment the final segment of the evening we have home stretch two more categories and the bsa of the year to announce so i think it's time i think it's time to get into it i think we are going to be announcing our nominees for best supporting friend do you want to take Mm. the first one yeah i would love to it would be my honor to introduce the first inductee which is Tyne Daly for Hello, My Name is Doris. Oh, 
I'm just a joke to him. I'm a joke to everyone. What is the matter with me? Nothing is the matter with you. You, you just you got you got carried away. That's all. Love makes people do crazy things. Look look at it this way. Right. At least you didn't lose an ear. You know, like that uh, the painter. What's his name? Vincent Van Gogh. Him. Yes. You know the worst thing. What? I don't have anything to look forward to now. That's no. not true. You have you have two kinds of stuffing. You have real cranberry sauce. You have enough turkey in there to feed <laughs> oh. the jersey. What? Oh, my Roz. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry I missed our All Thanksgiving. It's our cares? tradition. No. Having it now. Yeah. The stuffing, the friendship. Yeah. The truth bombs. It's great. She's a queen. I mean, I absolutely... This is easily one of my favorite movie performances. It, I, I, I can't think of anything other to say other than, like, it's... This is my, you know... This is my Prozac. This is my serotonin is Tyne Daly in Hello, My Name is Doris. Yeah, I, I mean, I just remember watching the trailer and watching that scene of her chasing that poor woman around the track, oh, God, the I raised know. track. I know. I love a raised track. And just I was like, oh, I'm in. I'm I'm locked and loaded. Right. I am. I'm ready. That's all I needed. And then she's going to play bridge with Caroline Aaron. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, it is. Get out of here. Another gift. Yeah. Well, speaking of wonderfully supportive friends, you know, we got to give it to to co-writer uh, and co-star of Lazy Susan, Carrie Aisley. Remember I told you about that talent show I heard on KRPP? Yes. Okay, so I was listening to my fantasy lover, DJ Coyote Carl, on the radio this morning. Long story short. Short story long. That talent show is this week, and guess who got us a spot? Are you fucking kidding me? And the first 25 callers get to perform at the grand reopening of that used car dealership over on Bayard. Why, it used to be a gas station? Yes, so I called. What number were you? 22. No, I wanted a guess. Well, we're 22. Well, why don't you have a shirt on? Oh, I gave it to Andy. There were skulls on it, so he made a cape. Andy, I want to see your cape. And get this. Everyone who performs gets a $200 gift certificate to the Jewel Osco. That's like a dream. I'm so sick of spending money on food. Listen to this. The winner, the grand prize, gets to open for the Fat Sams on their tour for two months. Susie Bird, how about that? <sighs> right? For playing Corin, I mean, yes. she was left, uh, left at that poor concert. Oh, gosh. But I, I do... A standout performance in Lazy Susan. It's one of those situations where, like, I wonder if she's really like that in real life. Because, like, mm -hmm. if she's making... Or if she's just that good of an actress and is making those choices. I love that friendship. I love her line of, you know, well, that's the thing about boots. You can dress them up or you can dress them down. You know, like, she just makes stupid lines <laughs> yes. like that work. I know. I love her. I love her a lot. Um, and speaking of, you know... A beloved actress uh, and an, an Oscar winner for a Best Supporting Actress. And the next inductee is Octavia Spencer for The Help. So Miss Healy thought you knew about the terrible awful. That she was making fun of her. It's my fault she pounced on you. If you leave Mr. Johnny... And Miss Hilly done won the whole ball game. And she done beat me 
that she then beats you. It's the performance that everyone talked about that year. And like, as much as we love Jessica Chastain in that movie too, and I think that we'll be talking about her in the Best Supporting After Show this week. I um, think so. I, yeah, it is It is Minnie, and it, it was her Oscar to lose that year. And I, I, I always am excited to see her. And she's been... She's never stopped working since the help. I, I feel like she's just done so much. And I just know and hear how great she is in real life. And that really brings me a lot of joy. So here's to you, Octavia. Yeah. I wish I could see her in, you know, The Shape of Water, but they kill a cat in that movie. And I know I'm ruining the award show oh. by bringing in politics, but it makes me upset. Anyway, they're they're dragging me out of the room right now and I'm okay, shaking my okay. fist. Anyway, I'll come <laughs> down. I'll come down. I'll finish the show. Uh, okay, so our next nominee, congratulations, Octavia. Our next nominee, yes. who, you know, I certainly want to recognize as as also a co-star of Lazy Susan that I love. But if we're going to talk about Best Supporting Friend, it doesn't really get much better than Allison Janney as Loretta in Drop Dead Gorgeous. Let's just say who should win, who deserves to win, is Amber. Why don't you just She's paint a big old target on your ass? Best damn tapper. The most smartest. Most smartest? Yeah. Oh, that's great. You're real educated, like most smartest. Get a picture of that. Most smartest. Most smartest. Come on, come on. I'm cutting you off and sending you home. She's cutting well, go home. Well, excuse me, enough, but I'm breaking up go. your kid I here. Know. Come on, let's go. Let's Amber's go. gonna be the next Diane right Sawyer. We'll see you, you know. later. They're making a movie. All right, they're goddamn. making a movie. You don't know where this is gonna end. What makes you think that Becky's going to win? Why do I think Becky will win? You're talking. Ow! Don't pinch. You're talking about the richest family in a small town. It's front page news, and one of them takes a shit. Can one of you boys give me a ride home? Don't fall far. She lives two trailers down. So? Be real easy. Go on home, Loretta. Come on. Go on. Go on. The party's over. I am admittedly, um, you know, I feel like I have more. I'm not off book, as they say, on Drop Dead Gorgeous. Like, I can, I know the broad strokes, but I, it's a movie that I want to watch more of. I should just make a habit of just popping it at every once in a while because I, she's great. She is so great in that movie she is i mean it could potentially be her finest role you know uh yeah sorry cj craig you know i did the math Ooh, well we need to get into our west wing era we maybe do. that's a goal yeah we do. i think i think you might <laughs> i think you might um i don't want to say eat your words but maybe it's a tie sure sure i might nibble on my dynamic. words yeah, yeah sure yeah 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 um and i'm gonna wrap up the category for best supporting friend by honoring Dan Levy for Happiest Season. Everybody's story is different. There's your version, and my version, and everything in between. But the one thing that all of those stories have in common is that moment, right before you say those words, when your heart is racing and you don't know what's coming next. That moment's really terrifying. And then once you say those words, you can't unsay them. A chapter has ended and a new one's begun and you have to be ready for that. Can't do it for anyone else. The rare male nominee, you know, because queen and nominee are two different things, you know, and I, I think true. this it just made sense. It's just it is such a great supporting role. 
and that little monologue outside towards the end is so good. And I was just so happy to see Dan Levy recognized. And, you know, we love Shit's Creek, but, like, we love where you're going. Yeah, always happy to see him. I love seeing Dan Dan Levy walk through the streets of Pittsburgh and walk by my dentist office. Like, oh. that was cool. I was like, oh, he was here. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, this is, this is a very short tangent, but... As we all know, they're filming the, um, I, I think, the television reboot of A League of Their Own. It's going to be a uh-huh. TV show. Uh-huh. And Abby Jacobson was spotted at a bagel place that we were just at probably like a month ago. Oh. Can you imagine if we were like, if we would have just like, because we ran them. It's called Pigeon Bagels. It's a, I think it's it's a really good bagel place. Like, would I change some things? Maybe. Maybe I just ordered the wrong bagel. It was still mm. really great. Um, but I saw on, on their Instagram that Abby Jacobson paid them a visit and they all got a picture with her. It was really cute. So can't wait for that. Wow. All right. Well, you know, stars are just like us. They eat bagels. <laughs> you know? Spe- exactly. Speaking exactly. of bagels, we have got one more category before we get to our BSA of the year. And I, I it really is, this is, this is a very important category. There's a, we put this one towards the end because I think so much of best supporting actresses, so much of our appreciation of actresses and older women and women of all ages, let's be real. Uh, and just, you know, uh, a category that we could have done this entire award show on. It is of course best supporting mom. Uh Kick us off, Colin. Kick us off. I, I mean, an Oscar-winning mom, a beautiful performance. You know, ugh. Brenda Fricker in my left foot. What do you think you're doing? Building a room for you. Don't be mad. Maybe if you have a room of your own, I might start painting again. My heart broken, Christy Brown. Sometimes I think you are my heart. Look, if I could give you my legs, I would gladly take yours. What's wrong with you, Christy? I'm sorry, ma'am. Such a quiet sort of studied and beautiful performance too. I mean, it's a lot of it is not as explosive, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There, there, there's maybe not a 27, but it like an emotional 27 as opposed to a physical 27 um, or just like the, the volume in her voice. I think really a lot of it just stems from the love of her son and like the, how she is really the the head of the house in so many ways like she runs that shit yeah <laughs> I it, love it's really it's just a, a performance that feels like a you know a warm capable hug and uh, yeah you know special mention to you know uh, not a, you know a, a considered or one i just remembered now but assistant to the bsa fiona shaw a fabulous fiona <gasps> shaw on my left foot Oh gosh, that's right, yes. Colin. Yes. So we okay, see you. Well, we see you, Fiona. Okay, and we love you. Yes. But yes. Next year we gotta put Fiona in somewhere. You know, yeah, I we read, gotta find. I read Fiona. somewhere. You know, heartbreak. It's in the fabric of the Westons. <laughs> 
I was like, what did you hear? And then I was like, oh, yeah. Stupid thing I thought you, you were going to say I heard. I thought you were going to say I heard somewhere that like she's going to be in a revival of blank oh. or she's going to be, you know. No, I don't know. You what. wish. You wish. Um, <laughs> well, I think you I think this next mom is all yours. All right. Uh, our next one, our next mom we're honoring is, of course, Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Pickles. Pickles. Why do they call it pickles? They actually serve pickles. Mm. No, I'm not kidding. They really have good pickles. You, you'd think they wouldn't, but they, they're they delicious. You're going to dinner theater, aren't you? No. <laughs> what? what do you mean? What is that? That's crazy. Fine, Bob. You got me. I know you don't approve of dinner theater, so I fibbed. You know what? I'd rather you go to a strip club. What do you have against dinner theater, Dad? Well, first of all, Gene, it's neither dinner nor theater. It's like the imitation cheese of theater. Sounds fun. Imitation cheese is delicious. That's my boy. That's my star. You know, Linda, you know what the real problem is? What? It's the, the result of dinner theater. What it does to you makes you sing everything. Who is that? Wrong number. Oh. Yeah. So what's for breakfast? Eggs. Eggs, eggs, bum, bum, eggs, 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 eggs. Oh my god. Bum, bum. So, Lynn, hey, it's uh, all right. Not tonight, no. Okay. Not tonight, no. I get it. And so you're gonna be doing that all week, right? Nah. I think that, you know, there's another cartoon mom on this list, spoiler alert, but I think that this is this category is open to any and all mom characters that we just love for, you know, you know, Brenda Fricker being the more emotional sort of uh introspective performance and and then just you know, the loud New Jersey accent of, uh, you know, of who voices him again? John, why am I blanking? John Roberts. John Roberts, there it is. Um, I I just Linda's one of the best characters in Bob's Burgers. I just you know, and people remember her. People do you know. I I see your Moira Rose impression at l- brunch, and I raise you a Linda Belcher impression at brunch too. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, absolutely. I you know, I'll I'll raise a breakfast potato to that. Absolutely. <laughs> so yes. our next mom is a mom that you know really a. a Ugh! What a fucking mom! An all-star mom. She she practically wants the category named after her. But certainly, as we're doing this, you know, around spooky season as well, how could we not name one of the toughest, coolest, you know, best? You know, I don't know what I'm saying. It's Joe Beth Williams from Poltergeist. Everybody, <laughs> she's running down the hall. She's to running down the work. hall. Yes, in the in a in a football shirt and panties. Nelson, I just remembered him. Oh, Oof, I'd run so down the good. hall for him. And of course, <laughs> co-starring 
Beatrice Strait. Poltergeist is yes. just an, you know, an amazing score. You know, there's just there's so much to love. And oh, yeah. Joe Beth Williams is, you know, that will always be one of my favorite performances. It is, She's it. The, you know, Joe Beth walked. Well, actually, she ran so that Tony Collette could run even faster in Hereditary. <laughs> yes. And, you know, all at the kitchen table. Yes, absolutely. I, I agree um, for everything you just said. I can't I can't top it. It's she is just quintessential mom. And I'm so glad that I I know her and feel the same oh. because it wouldn't be something that I probably would have ever went back and watched because it's not that scary. It really isn't. No, nope. a couple tense moments, but um, I got through it. Um, Well, Our next mom, best supporting mom that we're nominating, or excuse me, inducting tonight, is Diane Keaton for The Family Stone. (laughs) One of the contributing factors to being gay may very well be the environment. Well, I mean, look at my drapes, right? Aren't they horrible? There's absolutely no way it was this environment. Meredith, most of us here believe that sexual orientation is a result of a genetic predisposition, much like handedness. Well, that and mom. You tried to make us all gay. Hey, what are you talking about? I didn't try ever it. No, a true. I did hope. <laughs> I did. I did desperately hope that you would all be gay. All oh, my boys, and then you'd never leave me. I'm so sorry, by the way, girls. Oh right. <laughs> she would ask me when I was eight years old if I was gay. Hey, she asked all of us that. Yeah, Thad, stop pretending you're so special. <laughs> Hey, Ben, are you sure that you're not gay? Hey, I'm here. I'm queer. Get used to it. (laughs) I gave up hope on Ben years ago. I I love that this is a more, um, that you kind of came around with Diane Keaton. And I think that this was a turning point for you. Yes, I was going to say, you know, I love the inclusion of this because as much as I love to rag on Diane Keaton, it's like, again, you got to give it to her. She is so good in the Family Stone. She harnesses all of her Keatonisms and brings them in and hones them in, and she's great in this movie. Yep, she's magic. I, I just love her. I love this movie. It's a movie that I, uh, you know, occasionally go back and watch. I've seen it a lot of times too, and um, I, we love you, Diane. We had to put some someone named Diane in here. Absolutely, the nomination, Diane. Um. <laughs> yes yes um well our next nomination is of course another cartoon mom one that i grew up with as bad as long as i grew up with my real mom it's marge simpson from the simpsons oh you look so sophisticated just like mary hart it fits like a dream too but we can't afford 90 dollars even if it is a bargain it wouldn't be right to buy something just for me if it were a suit we could all wear, maybe, then... Come on, Mom, you never treat yourself to anything. Oh, sure I do. I treated myself to a Sanka not three days ago. But this is a real fine. Just buy it. You don't have to rationalize everything. Hmm. All right, I will buy it. It'll be good for the economy. And, you know, in particular, I mean, we did the episode on her with the Chanel suit, and it's... Yeah. You know, that episode, I think, for a lot of people I know for myself is, uh, you know, if there was a time capsule that included things that d- explained who I was and the emotional landscape of my of my being, that episode would be somewhere in there, you know? Yeah, I love when shows just do a one-off episode about moms. I feel like that could be like a whole 
series. Really yeah. Oh us. God, um, I know a whole podcast series of just episodes about mom. Yeah, on a very special episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know, uh, and maybe in twenty twenty two, maybe we'll have a whole month of moms. You know, that would be fun. Yeah. Um. Our next honoree is uh, Patricia Clarkson in Easy A. Patty. I had a similar situation when I was your age. What? Everyone called you a slut. I had a horrible reputation, and people said awful things about me. Why? Because I was a slut. I slept with a whole bunch of people, a slew, a heap, a peck, mostly guys. Mom! Sorry, I got around. Before I met Dad, I had incredibly low self-worth. Do me a favor and just stuff this down my throat until I asphyxiate to death. It's true. Oh, it's true. It's true. I, and I was quite the contortionist. I could do this thing. I could go. I mean, my life all Stop. Can you stop? Don't show me. Can you not see that I'm a mess? No, you're not, Ellen. You're wonderful. And you'll handle this the same way I did, with an incontrovertible sense of humor. But you're much smarter than I am. So you'll come out of this much better than I did. Thank you. Mm. I could get my legs so No, no. No, no. Stop. If we have the tooch, we got to have the patty. You got to have a patty. You can't have a tooch without a patty. And I would further support this, you know, this honor of, um, you know, we maybe we talked about it. Maybe we didn't. But her, you know, star turn on Broad City. I mean, I, I think oh. you talked about it in, in the details. Yes. Right? Wasn't in the details. Yes. 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 Patricia Clarkson sits on the stairs. It's yes. one of the finest. I mean, th- that could be, you know, a, a best standout ensemble performance. It is, I mean, a, a one scene queen. It It's amazing. It's that is high recommend. If you don't, if you don't want to watch Easy A, but you still want to get some Patricia Clarkson appreciation, look up Patricia Clarkson in Broad City. It's, it's the best. And you know what? Something that I think now I just put this in my notes. What was the other category we thought of that we need to include next year? Uh, best drunk now. acting, which is best drunk great. Yes. yes, you're I so s- right. And I see, I see that, and I raise you the Sandy Dennis Award for stare acting. I feel that you know. Uh, we need to think of we need to I'm sure if we thought hard enough we could figure out some stuff for that so you know next year I mean technically she could be the Sandy Dennis award for drunk acting she does do a lot of that but there's something about yeah that's true the the standing on the stairs moment it's kind of like you know finding that little you know the micro moment of the year perhaps that the Sandy Dennis micro moment of the year you know of course uh well we have one more best supporting mom and i i love this is a very recent mom this is a mom that i think we both felt in a movie that was getting a ton of oscar recognition for some reason she wasn't and i think anyone who saw minari can agree that yeri han's performance as the mom and slash wife of steven yun uh is unsung and just ah i loved her in this yeah, a quiet but exceptional performance of a mother. Again, so it's like, you know, the iceberg effect. Like, there's so much underneath the surface. And, like, it's like, I want I want to hear, what are you thinking right now? But, like, you, in ways you don't even have to guess because you can see it. it it's not, it doesn't have to be spoken. You know, again, another, uh, like, we can have a face journey category next year. I yep. feel that that might need to happen. Or, you know, I feel that that's, 
it's coming a little bit close to uh, your nuances, maybe. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll have another meeting. Yeah, to be determined. To be determined. <laughs> maybe you know, maybe the nuances. There'll be a crossover. Who knows? I mean, yeah, to be determined. Yeah, to, yeah, <laughs> we are determined to figure it out later. Um, yeah, we got to get Eileen on the list. We got to. We get her do. Down. There's people. Yeah. We do. There. I mean, some ladies did not make the list because that, of course, concludes best supporting mom. And our final category before we name the BSA of the year. And wow. my se- my feeling is we're naming this in honor of a, of a lady who we've discussed often over the past two years, over the past 99 episodes. Someone who I think to go back to our very first episode is really today's quintessential best supporting actress. Yes. Do you want to say it with me? Our BSA of the year and endowed. Dowd. Uh, no doubt about it no doubt about it i mean from you know talk i mean she couldn't be best supporting aunt but from aunt lydia in the handmaid's tale to uh hereditary hereditary you know she uh, to uh, Anne Dowd and Margot Martindale in conversation. Yes, three episodes she has. Absolutely, we had a whole episode that was just really celebrating the two of them. But you know, I and I mean, right around the corner from this episode is potentially the role that could put her in the Oscar race in 2022, Mass, which I'm so excited about. We've also got Shoot the Rooster coming later this year. So Anne Dowd is not only a star of this podcast over the past couple years, but she is giving us so much to look forward to in the coming year. Yeah, I think she's she's only getting started. And, ah, Mass, it'll be our fourth episode about Anne Dowd and many more to come. I just think that there's something so, I mean... I don't know how we'll do it, but I think there probably is an episode of The Leftovers that we could find yes. uh, as well, too, because I think that that is, that is another one that you're going to say, this existed? Right, <laughs> you know, and right. And, and, but I think, you know, that might take some research. Any, uh, we'll put out the, you know, the bat call of, you know, a bat signal, really, uh, of just, you know, what episode is that? I need to find someone who's seen The Leftovers. Because sometimes I ask Keon and he's like, who's that again? And I'm, I just slap him across right, the face. Right, right. Like, it's Anne Dowd. Yeah. Um, we love you, Anne. Uh, and, you know, this this was a no-brainer. You know, there could have been some other contenders as well, too. But I'm, I'm so, you know, excited for you and proud. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Anne. I'm proud of you, Anne. <laughs> well, I think this is a dream, you know. Um, I know it's an actor's dream. And I'm deeply grateful to you. I've been acting for um, a long time, and that this should happen now, I, I don't have the words, so I thank you. Thank you. And on Ugh. that note, we have, we have completed our first ceremony of the Westons. I, I mean... What a thrill. Yeah, to quote Anna DeVere Smith and Rachel getting married, I I mean, I just you know when she's when they're going to bed after they find out that Rachel's pregnant and she just like Oh yes. <laughs> oh God. I need a super cut of just her moments. When I'm I remember if I'm feeling a little blue, 
I need Anna Devere Smith. Absolutely. And I think I think you're right. I think that is like the actual award. You know, I think we needed to include her in this year and maybe that is the Anna Devere Smith yes. award for, you know, ensemble moments or whatever. Yeah, best ensemble, uh, best standout ensemble performance. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, you and I have got some after parties to get to. We've got some press junkets to cover. You know, and eventually I want to get to my hotel and order some room service and get into a robe. <laughs> so I don't know about uh, you. I'll call Margo. I'll call Margo. You call Anne. Yes. And we'll, you take one limo. I'll take the other. And we'll, yes. you know, we'll all meet at the Chili's down the street, you know, from Applebee's <laughs> to Chili's. But yes. I want some chicken crispers. So. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and on that note, even at our own award show, we're getting played off because, girl, it's time for the news. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a great day. What a great yeah. day. Yeah. Well, at, as the credits roll on the Westons, where can folks find more of you? They can find me on my other podcast, The Good Vanilla, which is a Barefoot Contessa podcast. comes out every Thursday. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Kochanov. How about you? Well, you can find more of me on In the Details, a celebration of nuance, which is going to have spooky nuances every week all this month. I'm cranking them out. Talk about sausage to bring that stupid joke back. He's back. He's back, yeah. folks. Sausage is back. And uh, I'm also on All Right, Mary every week talking about Dragula or Drag Race UK or God knows what or even spooky movies this month. And you can find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And, of course, you can get more of both of us. And we want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on the Westons? You know, we will we will make available the full nominations and inductees list to refer to. Uh, oh, yeah. But if you want it sooner, you can you can find us and maybe even find it at BSA pod on Twitter. Or you can send us your thoughts at the BSA pod at gmail.com. Well, folks, believe it or not, even after this huge award show, those peepers are not done with their peelings because on Friday, the Best Supporting After Show is back and we are going to be talking on it. And so you do not want to miss that. It's going to be good. We got a lot to talk about. Well, we got a lot to talk about. I was so excited. I got tongue tied. Yeah, but we're going to practice and then we're going to come back and we're going to do it. (laughs) uh, Put a cork in it. yeah. Yeah. And that, as they say... Is that...